Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use the tools that are out there to make themselves and their businesses as successful as they possibly can. And today is going to be such a fabulous program because aside from anything else, we aren't coming to you. You know, I'm I'm in Atlanta. Mile High Radio is in Denver. My guest today isn't even in North America. He is in Australia. You know, and you absolutely have to love technology that we can do this because it makes things so fun. But the really cool thing is we're going to learn so much from this guest. And, you know, it's just going to be a great time. So please join me in welcoming John Lagodakis to the program. Hey, thank you so much, Deb. It's great to be here. Great. Well, let me tell folks just a little bit about you. So John Lagodakis is one of Australia's leading Internet marketers. It all started back in 2007 when John stumbled across affiliate marketing and within two years was able to go from $0 online to being one of ClickBank's top 100 affiliates worldwide. He has been featured in New York Times bestseller Get Rich Click, has authored several books, and has a long-running internet marketing podcast. Today, John helps businesses get more exposure online, more leads, and to make more sales. So again, John, welcome. Thank you, Deb. Great to be here. You know, this is, you know, like I said, this is so much fun that because of technology, we can reach people around the world. And that's one of the things that I think so many people in many ways are struggling with from a business perspective. You know, clearly there are brick and mortar stores that are, you know, maybe it's a store, maybe it's a restaurant, you know, whatever, but they're dealing with people just right in their immediate area. But for so many people, we can and should be doing business worldwide. And that's what I loved about a lot of your information is it really doesn't matter if we're talking about somebody who is across the street or around the world, you've got great tips for everyone. Yeah, and another thing, Deb, that is awesome about online business, besides the fact that you're right, you can market to anyone anywhere, is the, uh, the startup. Right. You know, because because I you know I talk to a lot of people that that have business ideas, and actually, I was, no, I was talking to a friend yesterday, just yesterday, mm-hmm. who's got an idea for a physical product. Okay. And 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 you think about not just physical products but physical stores. Mm-hmm. Someone that opens up a, a salon, for example, mm-hmm. or a hamburger joint, or whatever it is, the the costs involved with a brick and mortar business, they're astronomical. Right. And and it's and it's especially risky when you know most businesses will fail within the next within the first five years. Something mm-hmm. like eighty five percent of all startups fail within five years so if you're if you're investing money fitting out a shop uh leasing equipment staff and 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 you're you're locked in there for six months 12 months or whatever it's a Mm -hmm. massive risk but with an online business it's totally different right totally i mean the startup costs are minimal Mm -hmm. right you know and and it is, you know, obviously we still have to have physical businesses. And like I said, you know, some of those are restaurants, you know, all sorts of various things. But 
online, you know, even if you have a physical business, you still in many ways have to have an online presence. Um, you know, I, mm-hmm. before I, I keep mentioning restaurant, you know, you could tell that it's it's time for me to eat. Um, it, it just <laughs> kind of stuck in my head. But I go to online reviews. Um, you know, we were traveling several weeks ago and it happened to be my birthday. So I really wanted to find, you know, a cool place to go for my birthday. We were in a town that I had never been in. And, you know, most of the time I don't really care, but it was my birthday. So I wanted something that was going to be extra special. So I went to Yelp and I went to TripAdvisor and looked for, now, you know, I was wanting steak. And so, you know, I I fine-tuned it even further. But the restaurants that, that had good reviews, then the next thing that I checked out from there was their menu. And if they didn't have an online menu, they were gone. You know, they, they just went mm. out because there were so many other places I could select from. And, you know, so it is so important that no matter what business you have, that you do have an online presence. Yeah, look, absolutely. And for all those reasons that you just mentioned, so uh, for people to actually find you and then that, that's how people shop around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you and I just just before we, we came on here to we're having a little bit of chat and getting to know each other, and we and I mentioned to you how you know I, I was shopping around for a particular product um, that helps us with podcasting, right? And, and 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 so that's what we do. We go online and and that's where we, we search. We do ev- we pretty much do everything online today, mm-hmm. right? You know, and and one of the things though that people absolutely have to remember is it needs to be their online presence, you know, as in their own website. You know, I, I still have people probably every week that come up to me and say, oh, I don't have a website anymore because I have a Facebook page. Or, mm. you know, like I said, you know, they've got a menu on Yelp. They've got whatever. That's somebody else's property. And it is so easy for that to go and go away. So, yeah, look, it's, it happened to me, Deb. Mm-hmm. When I first started out online... And I started making money, and and I, it took me about nine months to get mm-hmm. to the point where I, when I first started making money to to making enough money to, that I could quit my business. It took me about nine months, uh-huh. and I, I and I built up a you know very strong business, or I wouldn't say a strong business, I shouldn't say that, but I was doing really good mm-hmm. uh, financially. But the, my problem there was I didn't have my own website, and right. I wasn't building my own database, my own list. Mm-hmm. So one day. I, I wake up in the morning and what I, and basically what I was doing I was promoting other people's products I was uh, as an affiliate okay. uh, using Google AdWords so I was putting ads on Google promoting other people's products earning mm-hmm. affiliate commissions mm-hmm. doing really well I was doing so well like you mentioned in the introduction I became one of the top 100 Clickbank affiliates right. but because I didn't have my own website and I wasn't building my own list when Google decided in 2009 to change their policies and not allow ClickBank affiliates to advertise on the Google AdWords anymore. Mm-hmm. I wake up one morning and there's no sales. Right. I've got no Overnight, sales. Overnight, you went to nothing. Uh, overnight, overnight, night, and because I, I was still running Yahoo ads, which was around back then, and Bing, I, I, 90% though, 90% of my business was literally gone overnight. It was the I can laugh about it now, but it was the worst thing ever. And that's exactly you're exactly right. What you're saying, you never as much as you can. You want to have as much control of your online presence, which is why you want to have your own website. Right. 
Now you want to be on those sites because that is where people go to look, you know, whether it's TripAdvisor yeah. or Yelp or Facebook. I mean, you know, just yesterday I posted on Facebook, I'm thinking of buying an Instapot and it's this, you know, kitchen contraption that is kind of like a fancy pressure cooker, slow cooker, all in one. And, you know, and, and I'm not an expert in the kitchen. So of course I post on Facebook, tell me about Instapot. So immediately I started getting people saying, several said, what the heck is it? Um, you know, but, but quite a few <laughs> people, oh, I love it. Here's what I do. At least three people said, oh, here's my Pinterest account where I've set up just for Instapot. Um, you know, all these various things. And then of course, what always happens is the ads in Facebook started appearing for Instapot. So it, you know, it, it all right. came together, but that's where we shop is online. We ask our friends, we ask, you know, our, our business associates, whether it's, you know, a personal uh, product that we're looking for or service or something for our business, we go online and ask. So you still need to have that presence. But like I said, the, the ads for Instapot started appearing and it was sending me to Instapot's website, to Amazon, mm -hmm. to, you know, all of those various other places because it, you know, it, Facebook picked up on the fact that I had asked about it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right. Whatever, whatever your business is, wherever your target market is, mm -hmm. that's where you need to be online. So for some, for some businesses, uh, Facebook's going to be great for others. It's going to be LinkedIn. For others, it might be Instagram or Snapchat, um, Twitter. Mm -hmm. But where where it could be specific forums. Right. If you're very if very niche, uh, and it might be several of those. Mm -hmm. So where, wherever your market is, yeah. Right. Now we've talked about making money online, which hello, yeah, we all want to make money. That's why we're here. We're wanting to make money. And you have written this great white paper called Penny Traffic. Get instant targeted qualified traffic on demand for just one penny or less. And I it's it's a very short read. I loved going through it. But what the heck? How can we make money for for just a penny or less? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Deb. Petty traffic. The report. It, what I talk about in there is what we know in the industry as PPV networks, okay. or pay-per-view networks, or banners, mm -hmm. um, or, or, or more. I should say more like pop-ups. And basically, it's people that have allowed through. They've maybe installed some free software, like a free game or something, mm -hmm. um, and they've basically said to the networks, these advertising networks. I'll, I'll allow you to show pop-ups on my computer. Okay. And when and what will happen is you can join these PPV networks as an advertiser mm -hmm. and you can say, okay, whenever someone goes to, let, let's say, give, give me a business, Deb, any business. Doesn't... Um, office supplies. All right, great, office supplies. So let's say I want to promote my office supply business through these PPV networks. I can tell these PPV networks that if someone goes to one of my competitor websites, for example, mm -hmm. let's say my competitor is officedepot.com, okay. I can tell it if someone goes to officedepot.com, I want my my website to pop up on their computer. Okay. And it'll do that. So if they if if the person that goes to Office Depot, if they're on this PPV network, if they're if they've allowed this network to show the pop-ups, whenever they go to officedepot.com or any other competitor you choose, or it doesn't have to be a competitor's website. It could be 
anything in the URL to do with office supplies. Okay. Like you could target office supplies.html or office supplies.php or just office supplies. Mm-hmm. And so whenever that's in the URL of a website they're visiting, your landing page will pop up or your website basically will pop up. And like you mentioned, we're talking literally you, you could pay one penny or less. Mm-hmm. It depends on the competition. Sometimes right. you pay a bit more. But on average, I've been using them for years. On average, I pay, I've been paying around 1.2 pennies wow. per visitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these are targeted people that see your website. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's extremely powerful. So um, And so the, the networks that I mentioned in the report, the ones that I use are Propel Media and Lead Impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the best two. I've tried a few other ones, but the, they're, those, them two are definitely the best. Okay. So now, how does this work? You pay to, to be part of that network and to have your ad pop up. How do you make money from it? Okay. So in the case of the offer supplies, so if my if someone, if my uh, landing page on my website pops up for this person that's going to one of the competitor sites, they, they may decide to buy from me instead of right. from officedebo.com. So that's how you make money. Exactly. Um, you could also use it to not necessarily to get people to make a purchase immediately. You can get people to get, join your email list, mm-hmm. and that's very powerful. So you've got that person all the time, and you can continue to build a relationship and market to that person. Right. I mean, this is just fascinating to me because I've had it happen, and I thought, well, wait, why in the heck did that pop-up appear? And, <coughs> excuse me, I just assumed that it was actually part of that website, but yeah. then it wouldn't make sense because it would be a competitor or maybe a complimentary product or, you know, something like that. So this is how that works. I love this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and look, not a lot, not a lot of people know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's it's great to use because there's not a lot of competition. But also, it's they, they do require you to have a minimum deposit of, uh, when I joined, it was $1,000. Okay. So, uh, and that would go towards your spending, your ad right. spend. It's, mm-hmm. They wouldn't keep that. So, because they do that, it, not every Tom, Dick, and Harry is sort of jumping on board, if you know what I mean. So, right. it does make it a bit more exclusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so I'm I'm trying to work my my brain around how I would do this because I'm a professional speaker who trains people how to use stories in their marketing. So. I'm lost. How would I use PPV? I mean, what what type mm. of sites would I? And and it could be. And this you know this might actually be a good example of it wouldn't work. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, you it, know? Yeah. Sometimes and, and, sometimes it's tougher. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Right. Um. You know. So so you you are using it. So what sites are you uh, you know, is it are you having your own personal website pop up? I mean, or are you having it pop up with a different affiliate link? You know, maybe your Amazon affiliate link or or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking. What I do, Deb, I use it for lead generation. I okay. don't. So I'm always in all my marketing. I get with everything that I do, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's mm-hmm. uh, using PPV or whatever, free or paid. Okay. The 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 aim is to get people onto my email list. Okay. And then once they're on my email list, I build a relationship, Perfect. and then I'll okay. promote my own products or other people's products. So what I use it for 
is to get people uh, basically to sign up for a free gift. Okay. Um, something, and something related to what they're, they're, they're visiting. And so I'm targeting people that are interested in making money online or people that want to learn more about internet marketing. So what and what I do specifically, and here's a bit of a tip for everyone that's listening, um, I I don't just target uh, competitors or relevant websites it's, uh, very in a generic way. What mm-hmm. I mean is that I target other people's landing pages, okay, or other people's other people's squeeze pages or other people's opt-in pages, mm-hmm. because people are expecting to get an opt-in form. Right. If you can see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because that, that's the action I want them to take. Mm-hmm. So, I want people to opt in. So, the pop-up that they see of mine is basically an opt-in form with a free gift. A free gift and where they can put their name and email to opt in for it. So, I will target competitors mm-hmm. uh, in my niche that also uh, their landing pages. So, again, so when, when someone's going expecting to opt in for a free gift, they, get mm-hmm. a, they see my pop-up. Mm-hmm. So, they're more prone to take that action. Now, how clear do you need to make it that it's it's a separate thing they're signing up for as opposed to what they thought they were going there to sign up for? Yeah, I mean, look, it's that's not a good that we're, question. They, yeah. we're not tricking them, but you know, no, it no. is something where they weren't expecting to see it. Yeah, so th- that's right. I, I personally, I don't mimic some you right. know other person's site because Which, oh, that's I don't want to get. Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's bad. Look, it's bad, and and not only that, but you, you'll get people subscribing to your list that they'll be saying, "Who are you?" Right, you know, they really didn't. They want thought to. they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you don't. I definitely, yeah, I don't recommend that you do that. So, I mean, while I do target people that that are, are looking to take the same action that I want them to take. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely don't pretend to be, you know, the website right. that I'm popping out mm-hmm. in front of. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and I love this concept because it is something that, you know, you can be doing in addition to other things that you're doing, um, you know, and, and, and so maybe mm-hmm. it's that you're just starting out in business and, and you mentioned, you know, you worked for, for many months. At a and I'm going to put this in air quotes because you know we hear this all the time as as entrepreneurs you worked at a real job while you were getting your um, <laughs> your job going and you know so you what other tips do you have for people who are just starting off you know as as ways that they can be making money and and they're not having to spend twenty four seven three sixty five doing this because and actually yeah. I say that because what they set up does work twenty four seven three sixty five they're not working yet. Mm, yeah, yeah. You, you know, Deb, when a lot of people come to me and they ask me my advice about making money online, and what I'm, I always tell people is they, they there's a lot of different ways out there. Especially if you get on um, internet marketers or make money online email lists, mm-hmm. literally you'll get emails every single day about a new product that's being launched that's going to help right. you make money online. Mm-hmm. Literally, I, and I'm not joking. Right. Every single oh, day, price are being launched. One. Multiples. Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And and it could be so it could be very overwhelming, very confusing. So what I tell people is this: I say, hey, find one strategy that clicks with you. Sort of, you sort of you get it. Okay. Find, find, get one strategy. Find someone that you know is definitely successful at that strategy. Get join their coaching mentoring program. Follow mm-hmm. that one 
follow it to the T until you have success. Okay. And and that's and that's the like really good advice I give to people. And I tell them, look, if you're putting everything into it and you're trying it out, and for whatever reason it doesn't work out, okay, you can stop that if you want, and then move on to something else. But never ever do two at the same time. Never okay. ever two two strategies because you spread yourself too thin and you end up getting nowhere. You know, I, I know people that have been trying for a long time to make money online, and that's the problem. They they just they try one thing for a little bit. And then they try another thing, another thing, and it's just they're just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing is I tell people too is think about the strategy that you're going to be choosing. I mm-hmm. myself, I'm only ever interested in business models that are recurring billing. Okay. I don't want to be chasing a new sale every single month. Okay. You know, let's say my target is to make $10,000 a month mm-hmm. and I'm selling a $100 product. That means I'll have to make, off the top of my head, that's about 100 sales mm-hmm. per month. Um, so I'd rather have 100 recurring billing clients paying me $100 per month okay. than, than someone that's, I have to find 100 new people to buy a one-off $100 product every single month. Mm-hmm. So definitely tell people, whatever you do, make it a recurring billing business. And look, okay. most businesses, if not all, can be recurring billing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's another very important tip as well. Well, and I mean, you look at even the big guys, you know, and, and, and they do that in a certain way. Amazon is, is a great example. You know, yes, you go, you buy one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing. But where they suck you in is that Amazon Prime membership. You know, and, and so yeah. it, it only bills annually, you know, as opposed to monthly. But, you know, every year, 99 bucks, you know, and, and yeah, of course, they exactly. have set up where exactly. it just auto bills. Now, if I remember right, you know, because I love my Amazon Prime, so I really don't pay attention, but, but I, I think that it reminds you, hey, it's, it's going to bill, so that way it gives you the chance to opt out. But, you know, hopefully you've seen such, you know, fabulous value that you're not going to. Um, you know, GoDaddy is another example, things that auto bill. And, you know, so you don't even think about it. They just, you know, they, they auto bill. And, oh, I, I sign up for a lot of things that auto bill. And it isn't until I'm, you know, doing my bank statement. And I'm one of those people that I don't do my bank statement monthly. So then I have to catch up. I'll think, what the heck is this reoccurring charge? Oh, dad, I signed up. <laughs> and, <coughs> and the funny thing is, a lot of times I'm not even using it. Yeah, yeah, look, you're, you're right. It could be monthly. It could be yearly billing. Uh, I'll give you a, a good example of a business that did this in in, a, in an unlikely niche: uh, men's shavers. Now, traditionally, if you want shavers, you just go to in Australia. We go to the supermarket. You might go to the grocery store. You might go to the, the, your pharmacy, local pharmacy, and you buy your shavers. But a genius, I don't know the name. I can't remember the name of the person. He decided, look, why don't we start? Uh, a, a shaving club, right? And basically, it's called the Dollar Shave Club. I'm, uh-huh. I th- it's not. We, we don't really know about it here in Australia, but in the US, I think it's very, very popular. Yep. And so, you pay a few dollars a month, and you get shavers delivered to your door. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you know, it's they came up with the idea because it's, you know, it's great value. It was good value. It's just a few dollars every month. You get, you don't even have to think about it. Get to delivered, right. but because of the monthly subscription and the customer base they were able to build up, even though the the turnover of the business might have been 
um, uh, I, I think it was around two. Uh, they they got up to a point where it was generating, I think, two hundred million dollars per year in revenue, because of the fact that it was a subscription-based recurring billing uh, business with a customer base. They were able to a Unilever purchased them for well, I'm pretty sure it was one billion dollars. Holy cow! Yeah, because of, because of those reasons, and that's what you want to do for your business. If you've got a business that you know exactly how much money you got coming in every month, mm-hmm. and you don't you're not chasing you you don't have to you know you got the customer base there, you're just recurring billing, you're providing great value. It's worth so much more. The value, not only you got that peace of mind, and, you, and you, you're able to really build and continue to strengthen that business and build it, build it up. Mm-hmm. But when it comes time to sell the business, when you know your extra strategy, it's going to be worth so much more than a business that's selling one-off products that's also earning the, with the same revenue per year. Right. Um, the value of the recurring billing business is three, four times as much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it is something that doesn't have to be a physical product. I have one, you know, as, as we were talking that I was thinking about because, you know, I'm a consultant and, you know, we, we kind of drew the blank on how I, how I could do PPV with consulting. But, you know, with this, I could. And, and a great example is a friend of mine, um, Brian Basilico, who has a mastermind group. And so there's a monthly fee that automatically comes out of PayPal, you know, so I don't have to stop and think about it. He doesn't have to bill me, you know, all those various things. Now, I could cancel at any point in time. You know, he, he has that set up, but but it just automatically pops out of PayPal every month. But every week, he has a 30-minute call with, you know, all of the people who do this. And, you know, for those of us who, you know, can't do it that day, it's recorded, so we can go back. We can, you know, or maybe you know, you liked something, you were going back, so you've got that great resource, and you know, it, it is something that you know, obviously he has to pre- uh, prepare for, because it's a thirty-minute call that he does every week, but you know, it, it is just kind of this recurring revenue stream where you know, and it's funny because there's there's a group of maybe ten, fifteen of us that are are part of this group. But usually only about half of that are on the call. We get busy, we, you know, whatever is going on. And and part of it is because we do know that we can go back and listen to the recording. But just think, you know, any consultant could do that. You know, maybe it's not once a, a week, you know, maybe, but, you know, all these various things. So maybe it's, you know, twice a month you do a call. The other two weeks you have a white paper that goes out to them or, you know, whatever it is. It's pretty easy to come up with something that people will, um, you know, subscribe to because it's, you know, if you're providing great content, they will do it. You know, that's the key. You have to be providing great content or at some point when, you know, somebody's actually reviewing their billing statement, they go, ah, I'll cancel this. But, you know, I get such great content that even if I'm not participating every single week, I go back and, and I listen to the calls. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Deb. And, Pretty much any business, uh, uh, you know, we we could you know maybe maybe discuss the diff- some different types, but pretty much almost any business you can incorporate at least part of it. it doesn't the whole business model doesn't have to be recurring billing? Mm-hmm. At least part of it can be. Right, yeah. right. You know, and 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 it you know maybe it's it you have to use video. So you know, well, let's go back to my example of a restaurant. Um, you know, maybe once a week. They do a 15-minute video on the, you know that shows the chef preparing one of their favorite dishes. 
you know, so then it's something that you can do at home, you know, all these various things. And, you know, I, or, you know, it, it is a consultant or, you know, d talking about their product or their service. And you're right, it's just a piece of what they do. But you start adding all of those little pieces together and that's where you're really making money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you mentioned restaurants. So something that some restaurants do or clubs do is they have a, a membership. So right. it could be a yearly membership. And mm -hmm. that, like Hogs Breath Cafe, which is popular here in Australia, you pay, I think it's around $50 a year membership. Mm -hmm. And that gives you 25% discount on wow. your every time you eat there. Um, and so, I mean, and and... You know, they might be with the amount of money it costs for a, the great meals there, by the way. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you could easily get back that $50 maybe after a few visits. Let's right. say two or three visits, you get that money back. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you're a regular visitor, you're most, you, might be, you might be thinking, well, the restaurant's losing money if they're giving that kind of a deal. But not really because, because you're a member um, you're going to be going there, frequenting right. that establishment more, mm -hmm. and you'll, you know, you'll take your family and friends with you, and, and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So actually, mm -hmm. it ends up being, you know, much, much more profitable for the business right. to do that. Right. You know, you're you're talking about it on Facebook. You're doing all of those things, so you're doing the marketing for them. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's a really good point too. So you you definitely want to be, um, you want to have your Google business listing. You mm -hmm. want to have your Bing business listing. You want to have your business on Facebook mm -hmm. so that when people do, so people can do the marketing for you. Mm -hmm. And, and all, the, all those things are free. Right, right. So let's talk about some more things like that because, you know, business owners, you know, small business owners, especially when they're just starting out or, you know, it doesn't matter the size of the company. You still always want to be cost effective and, and counting your pennies you know not not everybody is you know bill gates and bill gates i'm sure still you know budgets and saves money but you know you've you've got another great report that you have written that is called the online business resource report all the tools and services i use every day in my business and this is a great listing there's you know so many things here so let's just kind of go through some of these and, and talk about them mm -hmm. because so many are inexpensive many of them are free but the cool thing is you know you, you've got this great list you know and and especially when somebody is starting out they've got what they think is the greatest product or service in the world you know they they wouldn't be doing it if they didn't think it was something that was going to sell mm -hmm. but they get lost in the minutiae of things you know, they've they've got this great product, but they don't know how to market it. They don't know how to have a website. They don't know all of these. You know, we talked about you absolutely have to have your own website. But if, say, you're a landscaper, you know, you're going, website? Web uh, uh. So what are tools that you use? So for uh, let's a business just starting out, what do they need to do to have a presence online to, to develop a website? Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Deb. Um, the... I mean, it's easy for me because I, I can build up websites really quickly. Right. Uh, but for most people out there that are starting new business that have no idea, never started a website before, look, you, you can create very simple ones using uh, editors like Wix, 
right. uh, or Weebly. You can mm-hmm. create your own website really quickly, and even with your own domain, it doesn't have to be a Wix. You know, it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be landscaping.wix.com. You can; they do allow you to to use the editor and have your own domain name. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good place to start. You can use right. those kind of editors, um, free website creators, um, to do that for you. But you know, one of the my favorite books that I've read not long ago was called The Lean Startup by Eric Rice. Okay. And that book talks about how when you're starting up a business, you need to get to your target market as soon as possible with your product and test the market with it. Don't spend a lot of time <laughs> worrying about a website and your sales, online sales funnel, all that kind of stuff, unless it is an online business. But Get your product out there as soon as you can and see how your market responds to it. Right. Because right. many, many times you have to tweak the product and the way you're offering it because what we think the market wants is not necessarily what the market right. wants. Mm-hmm. So get out there as soon as you can. So if you've got a landscaping business, go go to your target market, knock on doors, say, hey, I've just started a new business. This is what I'm offering. Is is this something that you know you want is or or don't even say what you're offering say hey i'm a landscaper um i'm just doing research what is what is it that you want Mm -hmm. what is it that you look for for someone that offers landscaping services Mm -hmm. and get that feedback and then once you know exactly what your product is and you've got you're getting customers then definitely start setting up your website start Mm -hmm. setting up your sales funnel but don't make the mistake, and I, because I see a lot of people do this, and I, I definitely made this mistake, um, and I even made, embarrassingly enough, I even made it very recently, right, where we spend so much time creating the product, mm-hmm. only to realize when we take it to market, you know what, it's uh, like ninety percent of the what I've created, spend you know spent a lot of time or money creating, the market mm-hmm. actually doesn't want. Right, right, you know, and and. So it is something that I think you're right. It is the first step. You know, you have to make sure that what you want to do is doable and, and more importantly, that somebody will buy it. Um, you know, so that market research includes knowing who your customer is. Um, I've, I've shared this before on my program several times that I was at a networking event one time and, and, you know, we were asked, who is your target market? And this person smiled sweetly and said, everyone you know, because she sold skincare products. Everybody <laughs> has skin. I mean, you know, so so that was the conversation. Right. But because right. her market was so broad, it was too broad. And, you know, so when she asked for referrals, nobody could, you know, we honestly couldn't come up with anything. I mean, it was just the funniest thing in the world. So we worked with her to fine tune that market, to get down to her niche. And so what she developed was that her primary target market were 16-year-old boys with acne. And she said that was who she was trying to reach. Every single person she talked to knew somebody. You know, and, and, you know, whether they, you know, or maybe they, you know, it might have been like a one-off, you know, it was, well, is this product okay for girls or for for preteens or whatever, you know, but but when she got it that close, you know, she, she went, oh, my gosh, because... You know, and, and her thought was that she was limiting too much, but she really wasn't because when it was so broad, nobody could figure out who to refer to her. But when she said 16-year-old mm-hmm. boys with acne, we all went, ding! 
<laughs> and and so that yes. I think especially when a business is starting out, we do think I have to sell to everybody in the world because I have to make money. You know, and and, mm. and we forget that not everybody is our actual target market. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, I couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. And um, so when, <clears throat> so yeah, so let, let's say Deb, they've, they've done that research then and they sort of, they know the product they want, they know the target market and they want to get that exposure online. Um, so again, yeah, look, you use, um, you can use a, a the Wix or Weebly to create a website for you very quickly. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you want to move to WordPress. Right. You you don't want to be, because when you um, especially if you're build, building an email list and if you've got a you're getting a lot of people coming to your site and you want to do certain things like you you want to um, uh, let's say you want to integrate chat onto your website for example mm-hmm. so like I have a lot live chat or, or there are lots of other things like integrate different um, mm-hmm. advertising platforms and tracking like with Google Analytics and you want to do Facebook retargeting all that kind of stuff pretty much you you want to have a WordPress website because mm-hmm. another thing too if you want to have a podcast great way to promote brand yourself and get some exposure right. so that comes down the track I mean you can learn that there's plenty of stuff like what I did over the years Deb when I needed to do something when I needed to learn how to do something let's say for example create a, web, a site website based on WordPress if I wanted to do it myself I just go on YouTube I Google it right. even I mean, even today we, we still do. You know, I'm I'm creating a new website and using WordPress, of course, but there were a couple of things that I couldn't figure out. So I didn't go to that plugins website. I went to YouTube and, yep. and I put in there, you know, whatever it was. And bing, there it was. Plus, I'm, I'm very visual. I need to see it done. Um, you know, and, and so, yeah, I mean, it's that's that is something that, that we can't live without anymore. Yeah, definitely. Over the, I've learned so many things over the years when it comes to website creation, graphics, email marketing, lots and lots of things. Uh, a lot of it I get from YouTube, some from Google articles. So you, now, let's say for those people that just don't don't have the time or just don't want to do it themselves, you can hire people, places to go. If you want to hire someone, a virtual assistant with 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 web, like webmaster skills you can go to um if you want to hire someone part-time or full-time go to onlinejobs.ph great place to hire filipino um virtual assistants mm-hmm. uh, if you want someone for ad hoc jobs one-off jobs you can also go there but most probably better to go to someone like freelancer upwork mm-hmm. or maybe even fiverr fiverr.com mm-hmm. um so they're, they're the places or uh, i actually offer um to set up online businesses for people as well so you can definitely come to my website and you can have a free consultation with me and you know you and i might decide to work together uh, so and that's mm-hmm. just at john okay but um so let's say you got your wordpress site up and running and um and you, you you've created a sales funnel so you've you're, you're capturing leads you've got a squeeze but you, I, I use get response for my autoresponder there's a lot of other good ones out there mm-hmm. um, get response it's they, they've got excellent features including marketing automation meaning you can you can create sales funnel based on what people are actually doing whether they're reading your emails or not clicking on certain links in the emails mm-hmm. um, they also even have a webinar platform. Uh, built in as well you can do live webinars with get response as well all included mm-hmm. 
So, um, so let's say you, you've, you've done all that and you've got your sales funnel up and running. So you've got your website up and running, you've got your people opting in, they're getting an email sequence, you're sending them to the webinars. And so let's say you just want to get traffic. You just want to get traffic. So right. for free, because you for, have to have people see your stuff before they can buy it. Yeah, look, traffic is the most important. You know, it's it's like I like to liken it. It's like having the, the best store, the most the nicest store in the world in the middle of a desert. It's no right. good to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's and there's lots of websites out there like that. They're just not getting mm-hmm. any traffic to them. So for free traffic, it's video. Right. Uh, that's that's my number one recommendation because that's what people want to consume mostly these days. People don't necessarily read as much as they used to. Um, audio is great too, but video is the best. And mm-hmm. it allows – look, video is great for a few reasons. One reason is um, you've got platforms out there like YouTube that you can use for free to get right. your voice out there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, people love to watch video. YouTube is the third most – viewed site uh, visited site in the world you uh, facebook the second most used website in the world is full of video mm-hmm. now too you can do live video you can record mm-hmm. video and upload it to to facebook as well but people can get a connection with you they can really get to know you like you and trust you mm-hmm. through video better than any other medium so definitely use lots of video for free traffic now when it comes right. to paid traffic uh, we talked about ppv traffic earlier facebook ads are fantastic as well but mm-hmm. just be re- with Facebook ads, be really careful. Make sure you, you're really ultra-targeted, like you were saying before, Deb. Look, don't try to um, – don't feel that – think that everyone is your customer because they're not. So right. really niche down exactly who you're targeting. And here's mm-hmm. a pro tip for you as well. Use video in your Facebook ads, and I'll tell you why. You can actually – let's say you've got an ad on Facebook and it's a video ad. Mm-hmm. What you can do, you can say to Facebook, hey, Facebook, I want you to run an ad for me again only to those people that have actually watched the video. Ah, so you, you have you really uh, targeted. Exactly, exactly. So as you do that, you'll notice your return on investment on, on that audience mm-hmm. is going to be really, really high. Right. Well, and, and, you know, I do Facebook advertising for myself and for my clients. And it's, it's funny because, you know, now Facebook is very good at advertising and they really want you to be successful because that's where they make their money. Um, but of course they're going to suggest that you have the biggest audience possible. You know, that's kind of how they start out. And, but you know, they, again, they want you to be successful. So as you are setting up the ad and you're drilling down, you know, so obviously the the first setup is everybody everywhere. And then you say, no, no, Mm -hmm. I only want men. Okay. So then it it tells you, okay, this is who's going to end. And so you can go more and more specific. You can do age, you can do location. Um, For my clients, they actually have a physical location. So I usually tell the, you know, uh, set it up so that the ad is only shown to people 10 or 20 miles away. You know, right. they're not going to drive further than that to, to go to this location. So there's no point in showing, you know, something for a client that is in Alabama to somebody who's in Washington. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's sure there might be a remote chance that they know somebody there, but it's not worth that. Um, you know, and, and so you keep drilling down and drilling down. And, you know, so then you look at it and you go, okay, well, it's only going to be shown to 200 people. But if those are the right 200 people, that is what is so important. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, it's interesting because I was listening to the radio a few days ago and I heard an ad for a restaurant on the on the total opposite opposite side of town. I never go mm-hmm. I never go south side. I, I live north of the city. South mm-hmm. of the city I hardly ever ever go. And it's crazy. So why would you advertise a local business on a on a radio channel that's going to the whole city, north and south? It's it's pretty crazy. It's, and that's right. So you definitely don't want to be doing that with your Facebook right. ads. Well, and it, but that kind of brings up the the opposite point. You know, I have people who say, "Well, I only want to connect with people right in my immediate area." You know, and and there's there's no rules. I mean, you know, you obviously you can connect with who you want, but I tell people, but you never know who somebody might be connected with. Um, you know, I, it's not who you're connected with that's important. It's who your connections are connected with. So, you know, it, it may be that you've connected with somebody in, say, Pennsylvania, and, I, you know, you're thinking, okay, I'm here in Atlanta, they're in Pennsylvania, but maybe they know a lot of people in Atlanta. Or, you know, fabulous example, hello, you're in Australia, <laughs> and, and I'm yeah. here in, in the United States. So you never know where that target market and that, that potential audience could be. So, you know, think before you limit. And, you know, and then, of course, there are the people that will say, you know, I only want to connect with, I'm never going to connect with my competitors. Okay, you know, there's good and bad reasons for that. But, you know, when you're actually spending money, though, that's where you need to be very targeted to make sure that you are getting the most bang for your buck. Because, you know, it's, it doesn't matter who you are, you know, and, and I don't care if you're, you know, spending the millions of dollars or spending, you know, 50 cents on a click. You have to make sure that it's good money. You know, I always laugh at those Super Bowl commercials because there are <laughs> some that it's like, I don't think that the people who buy that product are watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know? Right. And, yeah. You know, and, yeah. Or, you know, I'll look at an ad and I'll think, I'm not that target market. <laughs> you know? and, um, so yeah. it's interesting yeah. to really stop and think, where do you need to spend your money and your time? Um, yeah. You know, you've, you've got these great resources. It, it is something that people need to, to truly think about is, you know, developing, you know, we, we mentioned it at the start, you know, having a website is critical, but having one that has every single bell and whistle that you're spending a lot of time updating and maintaining, unless you're a website developer, is probably not a good idea, you know, because you need to be out there selling your product or service, networking, doing all of those various things. So it's kind of this fine line of where is the, the best thing to, to use your resources on. Yeah, and it's it's all about taking in stages too. So if and, and if we're if we're talking right now to startups, mm-hmm. um, that's the 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 best way to look at it is yes, you want to have a long term vision of where your business needs to be, just like, you know, the E-Myth. I, I, I listened to that book again. I've listened mm-hmm. to it a few times. I just love that book, E-Myth right. by Michael Gerber. You know, you need to have a vision and you want to know where you, of what you want your business to be. But at the, at the beginning, you've got to realize that's not how it's going to be. So right. you're right. You, you, don't, you don't go for all out for the best website that's going to have everything and um, and build it for a million visitors if you've only getting ten people, you know, a month mm-hmm. to it or whatever. So yeah, that's right. You you take it in stages, and that's especially relevant when we're talking about ad spend. And like you were saying, so mm-hmm. at the beginning with a startup, 
you've got to be very wise on, on your advertising and, yeah, you've got to be very focused on your return on investment. Make sure you incorporate tracking. You can use Google Analytics. It's free. You, Facebook has its own conversion tracking if you're using Facebook ads. So you need to track and know exactly which ads are working, which ones are not, which ones are getting clicks, which ones are getting conversions into leads and sales. And you can do that with all the free tools. Like you mentioned in that report of mine, the online business resource report, I share all the tools that I use for conversion tracking, and most of them are free. Um, you can get that at my website, johnlegadarkus.com. But so at the beginning, yeah, very, very targeted and very wise way you spend money. And you always want to be doing that in business. But obviously, as the business grows and grows and grows, you've got more customers, you've got more money to spend on marketing, you can try other things and maybe do some more of the branded stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like the Super Bowl, I mean, but right. obviously, obviously, when you're at that point, your your business is massive and you can afford that kind. Of, but you never mm-hmm. ever want to do that kind of broad advertising and branding at the beginning. It's right. just wise, yeah. Right. Well, and you also have to to keep in mind if it is a successful campaign, can you handle that? Um, I did a campaign one time, and this was a, a direct mail campaign many years ago back in, in Colorado, where you know, we, we had a really good mailing list. We had a fabulous campaign. It was you know the, the direct mail pieces I absolutely loved. They were very edgy. Um, it was for a hair salon that was a very edgy type of, of hair salon, and so we used a lot of cool images. And, and so you know, we clearly had to get pretty targeted with our market because this was not you know, the $10 place that, that you went to. Mm. But you know, one of the things they wanted to, to say was first haircut free. And, you know, which, you know, it, it comes back to what we were talking about before with, you know, the, the service where, you know, you're selling a discount, you know, if you buy the card, all those various things. Mm. And, and I said, you know, no, let's not do that. And they said, why? I said, because you will be absolutely inundated and those people may never come back. Now, they might. I mean, you know, hopefully you've provided such a great service that they do come back. Or maybe it is that, you know, they, they came in for the haircut and they also got a color and, you know, all those other various things. I said, but the problem is yeah. getting inundated because it's such a cool service. You know, can you handle having that many people call? Because the absolute worst thing would be for somebody to say, I'm sorry, we don't have time. We can't schedule that appointment. We can't do whatever, you know, and, and we've all done yeah. that, you know, where, where there was something free or a discount or whatever, and you went to get it and it was no longer available, you know, and, and even if they said, you know, the first 25 or whatever, you're, you're annoyed when you can't get that, yep. um, you know, and, and it is kind of tricky because you want to build that demand by saying the first 25 people but if you're number 26, you're annoyed. Um, or if I'm number 50, I'm going to try and talk them into it anyway, you know, and, and all those various things. So, <laughs> so it is something to be very careful at and, and to really think maybe I should give a discount to everybody as opposed to a freebie, you know. Uh, and, and so think through what your message truly is and, and what it is that you're, you're telling them to do. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And it's interesting too. I set up a membership site not long ago and what the the mentality I had was I was going to offer a free uh, free access to this membership site and that when people were, were to get, get this free access, 
which you know is very like I had a lot of great content in this membership site. It was mm-hmm. like I could I could have easily sold the content mm-hmm. for two thousand dollars. No joke, it was that mm-hmm. good the content. Mm-hmm. So I was going to give people free access to the membership site as a wow factor, right? And and to uh, to build that to get the easy lead to build that relationship and then. Once they became uh, got access to all this content and they and they consumed it, I'd have this great relationship, and then I could uh, sell other things like, for example, done for you services. So, whereas mm-hmm. in the membership site I'd be training people, uh, I could offer a done for you service where I actually for those that didn't want to actually do it, right. and they obviously know no they know I can do it because they've just seen me train them, they can mm-hmm. hire me to do it. Now, mm-hmm. do, can you can you guess, Deb, what the problem was? with this model that I'd set up. When it's free, we don't care. We don't, we don't see value. Exactly. They yeah. didn't care. You know what happened, Deb? People were opt-in. I was getting the opt-in rates were great. Mm-hmm. I was right. getting heaps of leads. But do you know how many people, and I could see actually how many people through the, the, top, the training software I had, I could actually see how many people were consuming the content. Do you know how mm-hmm. many people consumed? Uh, let's say I had, I had about, let's say, 50 different units separated into mm-hmm. about seven different modules, I was lucky, lucky if people finished the first unit. Right. Uh, no joke. It's, it's so frustrating because it's fabulous content. Oh, yeah. But because it's free, people don't see the value. You know, and, and I tell people, don't give a free seminar. Charge them five bucks. You <laughs> know, even having something minimal, it's like, oh, I spent the money, so I should do it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. And and same thing with, you know, the, you know, say you've got the, the card, you know, back to the, the restaurant, you know, if, if it's the, you know, that you have the card and you, you know, you sign up for it. If, you know, if, if I didn't actually pay to be that member, I might not see the value in it. Now, you know, sometimes I do like uh, here in the, the States, we have uh, cards for grocery stores where you get points <coughs> And you, know, and you sign up for free to get those. But, of course, then they get to market to you and, and you get all these discounts. But, you know, more often than not, I forget that I have it and, you know, and, and all these various things. But if I'd paid for it, I would probably always remember to use it. Yeah, it's like I, we go, we had a Costco open up, in a, the first one in Brisbane where I live, ah, uh, mm-hmm. about two years ago. They charge $60 per year for yeah. membership. It's mm-hmm. a great, it's a great model. It's a great deal. We make sure we go there a lot to use their the petrol to buy, yep. buy our, you know, gas. And you need nine hundred rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you know, and it's it's great. Look, it's definitely a great model. And another thing that sort of came to mind, Deb, is we'll talk about this stuff too. A big mistake that I've definitely made this, and a lot of people do when they start their own business, especially when they're selling services like consulting is we charge too little because we want to get as many customers as possible, right. you know, many clients. So we don't charge the right amount. We, we undercharge. Mm-hmm. Then the problem with that is you, you, you get frustrated because you all of a sudden you've got these clients that you're doing a lot of work for. You're not getting paid enough money. So make sure you target, you target clients that have the money for your service and that are happy to, to pay what you feel you deserve. Right. Yeah, because it's really hard to raise a price later. You, know? you can always yes. lower it and give discounts and, and things like that. But 
But yeah, you know, you can't start off, you know, back to the landscaper. You know, say it's somebody new and he has set it up where he's saying, you know, oh my gosh, I absolutely have to have people, so I'm going to charge just $30 per service. But it's really a $100 value, you know, and, and then you mm-hmm. can come back later and say, okay, now I'm charging $100, especially not to little old me who is used to just paying 30 because I'll go find the other, you know, somebody else who's yeah. just going to charge me 30 Yeah, and usually, usually the clients that you get at that lower rate, they're going to, you're going to be doing more work and they're going to be less, they're going to be more fussy with you right. than the clients that pay you more money mm-hmm. that you do less work for and they're more they're much more pleasant to deal with anyway right right you know and and, and again that comes back to knowing who your market is and you know and, and marketing the products and services that are the right fit for that market mm-hmm. yeah. yeah great well John we've got just a couple minutes left so tell people if they work with you what are the services that you provide yeah thanks Deb so what I just recently, or not long ago, I started a um, an internet marketing consultancy business, basically, because what I noticed was that uh, I, I've been in the industry for a long time, and I, I was in different partnerships. I was I haven't always been in the make money online internet marketing niche. Uh, I went. I actually left that to to go into the education space. I had a friend of mine approach me years ago who had started a new business and he wanted someone to do all the online stuff like the lead generation, take care of the oh, website. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so I did that for a few years and then that opportunity ended. And so I thought, okay, what am I going to do now? And I thought, well, I'm not going to sell training and packages anymore like I used to, other affiliate offers. I'm going to help businesses, people that, uh, that want to get online, create their email lists and sales funnels and, and drive traffic and all that kind of stuff, all that stuff we've been talking about. I'm going to help mm-hmm. businesses to do that uh, or do that for them um, because what I noticed was while there are a lot of internet marketing agencies or di- digital marketing agencies out there, um, uh, sadly, there's a lot of them that charge a lot of money and they don't do a lot of work for you, especially some SEO companies out there. Not all of mm-hmm. them, but a lot of them. I, I've heard so many horror stories, uh, it's not funny. So basically, that's what I do, Deb. I, you know, whatever it is you need to uh, website set up, sales funnel like an email marketing funnel, uh, sales page, webinars set up, all that kind of stuff. Traffic campaigns, whether they're Facebook or PPV, with tracking. Uh, so I do all that for for businesses. So if you're interested, if you need someone, again, you can have a free consultation with me. We can talk. No obligation where we can talk about what I can do for your business and take it from there. Well, and your website, and I'm going to spell this out for folks, it's John Lagudakis, and that's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K-I-S dot com. Yep, that's it. Great, great. Well, John, I have been having such a great time talking with you and learning from you because there there were several aha moments that I had. That's what I love about doing this program is when I get to have aha moments myself. Um, and, and so, again... For everyone out there, go to John's website, johnlagodakis.com. I am Deb Creer, and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.